Good day, everybody. This is Dana Massett. Today, we're going to be talking about holiday blues. So as the holiday season approach, many of us get excited and we're ready for Thanksgiving. We're ready to see our family and we're ready to celebrate and give into all the family traditions that have been created. But also on the flip side, there's many people that possibly dread the holidays you know, many of us have like cutoffs in our family systems and dysfunction. I mean, every family has dysfunction. Or even as we get older, family traditions shift and change. So I was listening to the radio today. Oh, it was Delilah. <laughs> I love 93.9 in Chicago during the Christmas season, listening to all the Christmas songs. But uh young adult, a young woman wrote to Delilah. She's away at school and she was just talking about how she like really misses her family during this time and that how she's getting older and the traditions are changing. So it's like even as we get older into like young adulthood into our 20s, traditions can possibly change then too. And we might feel this sense of loss. And confusion of, okay, like what now? Were those my best years? And we can relate that to so many different things. But just to put some of my personal experience into it, my mom and my sister both moved and I only have one sibling. I have some step-siblings. So my mom and my sister, who I'm close to, moved to South Carolina. I think it was like two years ago. So that was tough. I'm super independent. I moved out when I was 16. So it's not like I depended on them, but we created, and I have my family. Like I had my sons at 21 and 23. So I created this small intimate family with me and my sons early on in life. So I was creating traditions with them. But also, you know, my mom and my sister and I created a lot of traditions together. So whether we're talking about like Christmas Eve, which was a huge celebration, we would do the minute to win it games. My step siblings came over and it was just an amazing night. The energy was so good. The games were so much fun. The conversation just you know, catching up with everybody, it felt so good. But even we would get together sometimes for like Valentine's Day and do crafts. We were huge into crafts and just celebrating. We loved being together. So that was tough. You know, there was a part of me that was happy for them for doing the move because that's what they wanted to, you know, get in different scenery and a different pace of life. But it was hard because there's a part of me that felt that sense of loss and almost like abandonment, like, okay, I'm really going to have to like redo some family traditions. And I have great, my aunt and I are super close. My boyfriend's family is like all living here and they welcome us into their family too. And I have great friends. So it's not hard to recreate traditions but it's like letting go of what was can really be hard. And if we can't let go and make peace of what was, you really can't make room for what could be. So if we just keep holding on to, oh my gosh, those years were so good when they lived here and I'm really upset that they left, they ruined everything. If we get 
stuck on that. We can't open our hearts to something different. So now on Christmas Eve, that was a huge celebration that we had with my sons and my mom and my sister and my step-siblings and my stepfather and my aunt. Now what I do on Christmas Eve, I completely changed it. We go to this fun town that has a lot to do. So we do outdoor skate, ice skating. This year, we're going to do indoor skydiving as well. And we go to this cute candy store. And then we go out to dinner. And then typically, we'll drive around and look at Christmas lights, you know, depending on how exhausted we are. So I completely shifted it into something unique and different. And each year, we like pick a different activity and we add on to it. And it's a fun little thing that we look forward to and we get to create it like me and my sons get to create what our Christmas Eve is going to be each year and I feel like even years from now we're going to like shift it again into something else but the most important thing is that we're together and we're open to our holidays evolving but what about you know when you have to go to big family parties and there's those unresolved emotions or triggers. I mean, holidays are really tough for some of my clients because the triggers just really get ignited. So I think, you know, I'm really against cutoffs and that's where you disconnect from your family unless there's been physical, emotional, and sexual abuse. When that happens, yes, set the boundaries, do the cutoffs. That's not a healthy situation. But rifts are going to happen in families and disagreements are going to happen. And again, I don't believe in the cutoffs because what does that teach generations to come when you don't like something or you get in a disagreement with some someone, run away from it? And I think, you know, family is tough because we have these intimate, really close connections with our family at times. So when we feel hurt... It just feels overwhelming and we don't know what to do with it. And we have our truths and they have their truths and we're just clashing, clashing, clashing. So then a cutoff happens. And there's many reasons why cutoffs happen. But I feel like my best advice is when you walk into these family situations, be an observer, be more detached, have positive thoughts. So before you even go to this festive situation, Surround it in love. When you meditate, surround each family member in love. Fill that home that you're going to visit in pink light and really like set the tone. But also when people are doing things that you don't necessarily agree with, if you see a family member drinking too much, if you see a family member gossiping and that doesn't really feel good to you, if a family member is kind of nitpicking what you're wearing or making negative comments, there's many different choices you can do. You can just ignore it. You can laugh it off, let it roll off. You can set a boundary. You can say something clever back to them to kind of push them off of you. That That's one thing that I tell my kids at a young age, like clever comebacks. You know, like school and the bullying situation can really be difficult. And if you can come back with some clever comebacks, most likely they're not going to mess with you because you might have just embarrassed them. So it's all these different things that you can do to make the situation not just bearable, but enjoyable. 
So really think about how can I enter these family situations and really just enjoy myself and feel peaceful and receive the love and the blessings that are there for us. You know, if we get caught up in negative thinking, oh my gosh, it's going to end up like this, just like it did the past five years, and this person's going to act like this way, you're attracting it all to be like that. You're attracting and manifesting that that situation is going to feel negative. But there is a way that we can kind of turn the knob and make it a more pleasant, enjoyable situation. So those are all things to think about. Another thing that I wanted to talk about is for people that live in colder climates, meaning where it gets like colder in the winter time, not talking about Florida, not talking about California, not that the winter blues can't hit, you know, like warmer climate areas, but especially for people in the Midwest and the East Coast, think about and prepare for how you're going to use your winters. Winters are a time of hibernation which means it's a great time to get out your list of projects, your crafts, meaning like your home projects or projects you can necessarily like do inside your home that feels good. This is a great time to do that. That is going to awaken that sunlight inside of you that we're craving and that warmth inside of you that we're craving from Mother Earth that necessarily we're not really getting a lot of during this winter period. This is a time... You know, it gets darker earlier. This is a time to like fit that bath in that you love. You know, really focus on self-care. You know, go get that massage that you haven't gotten during the summertime. Invite your friends over. Have a game night. Have your date nights, even if it's like inside and you cook a meal together. This is a great time that even though maybe we can't get outside as much as we want, to really create that earthy, warm, inviting feeling inside of our homes. So when the winter blues come and you feel that depression setting in or you feel that heaviness, have things to go to, whether, like I said, it's that bath or it's putting a puzzle together or it's painting. You know, have projects ready to go to awaken that warmth inside of you. Really focus and shift your perception that winter time is a time of self-care, is a time to nurture myself. And you can kind of embrace the energy of winter and the healing of winter. But it's really not until we change our perception, even in connection with um, our family festivities, it's not until we can open our hearts and change our perception that we can actually enjoy these situations that maybe we restricted and resisted before. Namaste and happy holidays.